top of the day to everyone i believe this week has been an amazing week for me and i know it's been amazing for you too if it hasn't been great i'm so sorry it will get better welcome to another session with who is she where we divulge issues concerning women and really tell what the facts are from the truth today we will be going to continue what we left behind when we discussed on our first session kingdom principles to becoming a prosperous woman in this episode we will be looking at prosperity in the kingdom we from the angle of submission to god and to authorities yeah i know authorities huh <laughs> okay so before i start i'd like to make certain statements which will give us that leap into what we'll be discussing today so i'd like us to look at three words free will general goodwill and perfect will so as christian women i'm sure many of us have come across these terms and in the world that we are in we're most of the times torn between whether to follow our free will or goodwill or perfect will so really what do these three words mean when we talk about free will free will is the the will that god has given to every human being that makes him execute his right when we talk about goodwill or general goodwill that is the general good that you usually find in the bible okay that there are certain scriptures and what they instruct us to do as general christians and then we have the perfect will of god the perfect will of god is that will that is really not necessarily forced but convinced to someone who has been selected by god for a special cause or for a special purpose so in talking about submitting to god and to authorities it's basically letting go of your free will or the general goodwill and following the perfect will of god so today's session will be more like a bible study and we would be studying some characters from the bible that would help us understand what submitting to god and authorities has to do with being prosperous in the kingdom of god and our first character for today is david david is like the most popular bible character because of certain characters he exuded and i think we're really admirable and it looks like it's almost impossible to really be like him you know anyway so the first scripture we'll be taking will be from first samuel chapter 23 and i'll be reading from verse 1 then they told david saying behold the philistines fight against Keilah, and they rob the threshing floors therefore david inquired of the lord saying shall i go and smite these philistines 
And the Lord said unto David, Go and smite the Philistines and save Keilah. And David's men said unto him, Behold, we be afraid here in Judah. How much more than if we come to Keilah against the armies of the Philistines? Then David inquired of the Lord yet again. And the Lord answered him and said, Arise, go down to Keilah, for I will deliver the Philistines into thine hand. And finally, from verse 5, So David and his men went to Keilah and fought with the Philistines and brought away their cattle and smote them with a great slaughter. So David saved the inhabitants of Keilah. Now, this is a very classic story of total submission. Where would you find the submission? Now, in the verse 2, we can read that, Therefore David inquired of the Lord, saying, And in the verse 4, we see again that it says, Then David inquired of the Lord yet again. There is something about inquiring from God or there is something about always considering God's opinion first. Like I said, in being a submissive person to God, your free will has no play here. So when your free will doesn't have any play here, what's going to happen is you're going to be seeking out what God's opinion is and what he would rather have you do. And that's exactly what David executed here. He could have decided to get up and go and fight the Philistines. After all, Saul killed 1,000, David killed 10,000, David never lost a fight. I mean, like, he was that superhero and everything. So, did he really have to ask God? Because he was strong and everything. But what I am understanding from this scripture is that it could be that the strength that David exuded was not his physical strength, but it came directly from God. Hence, David holding so closely to God and making sure he did only what God wanted because that was where his success came from. Now, the Bible speaks about the fact that those who know their God will do exploits. When we say those who know their God, what does it really mean? For you to know God, it's beyond, yeah, I know God. Oh, God, God is amazing. No, it's beyond that. What do you know about God? How intimate have you gotten with God? What's your fellowship with God like? Because your fellowship with God really defines the level of submission you have with God or you have to God. So, using David as a case study for submitting to God, this is a perfect scripture. And we clearly see that when he asked God the first time if he should go and fight the Philistines, God gave him the go-ahead. Now, I want us to really understand something. Free will here would have been David just getting up and going to fight because he was probably depending on his strength and maybe experiences from the past about how he has always succeeded in winning a fight. Now, the goodwill here is David asking God and God tells him, oh, you can go. You go. You know, 
you're sending someone another assignment it's a 50 50 it's a win or lose if the person can get it done or not okay from this god telling david that he should go and smite the philistines and save Kayla. It just sounds like an encouragement. It isn't necessarily saying that he's going to win or he's going to lose. So this is a state of oblivion. Because if someone tells you, oh, you go, how, how? It's not so clear what the stakes are for you. But when David inquires of the Lord yet again, God's statement changes. And, you know, this, this shows a clear pattern of God that when you probe god further he speaks more because he's a gentleman he doesn't want to force himself on you so you might ask him questions the first time he'll give you answers but if you really are looking for his opinion you won't leave him at one question you will probe further and in probing further you make him see that you really want his opinion that's why we always see that fellowshipping with god is like having a relationship if you're in a relationship with someone and you're just asking them questions once and it goes a time will come they feel you probably don't like them or you probably don't value their concentrations but if you're always involving them and always asking them questions they feel importance they feel a part of the relationship and that's the same with god god wants to feel a part of everything that we do that's why it's best that don't leave it at asking once because at that once it could be that you really didn't want it you're just trying to be noble but in you asking more than once shows that no this is more than being noble this is about a relationship that you value and don't want to let go of so when david inquires of the lord a second time listen to what god tells him and the lord answered him and said arise go down to Kela, for i will deliver the philistines into thine hand now, this is what we're talking about like this is the win you know so in dealing with god in having a fellowship with god in asking god questions in asking for his perfect will you need to get a win before you go out to do what needs to be done because the bible also speaks about the fact that god holds his word in higher esteem than his name god is only responsible for the word he has spoken he's not just going to get up and do what you want he only does what he has said so you see because he told david that he was going to deliver the philistines into his hand when david got there it was so when you are fellowshipping with God or when you are submitting to God, make sure that you're getting a win. If you are not getting a win from God, I'd advise you stay there until you get a win. Or probably forget about it. A win here, if you probably don't understand why I'm using the word win, could be a yes from God. But you see, someone saying yes and someone saying yes you can go and someone saying yes you can go when you go you will be able to do it there are three different statements with different contents and different contexts so david is a classic character for submitting to god and there's another instance where he was taking care of his father's sheep when as david as a shepherd boy and you know, that's a part of David's story that 
makes him who he was we all enjoyed the story of david as a shepherd boy you know how he would kill a bear that came to take only one of his sheep let, let, i mean let's let's really think about this so like you're you're taking care of your dad's sheep and a lion comes to take the sheep i know for sure i am not going for that sheep i know within my heart of hearts but david knew something different you see when you submit to god one thing that god wants to achieve in human beings is to make sure that we become like him because the bible states in genesis chapter one that god created man in his own image and likeness okay so in order for you to know what your characteristics are you need to know who made you because first of all he says he made you like him he made you in his likeness so if you don't know him how then do you know what you're capable of doing or how then do you know what what your thresholds look like so submission the whole the end game of submission really to god is to get us to be like him but that's the long journey of life that's why you would have to let go of your free will and allow his perfect will because he is the only one who can show us how to be like him and david understood this david really understood this now in genesis chapter one after god made human being in his image and likeness he gave them a mandate and said be fruitful multiply fill the earth subdue it replenish it and have dominion that tells the character of god first of all he made us in his image and likeness the next thing is that his character is to multiply fill the earth and all of that so then total submission to him will be to follow the same path but you see in order to follow the same path he is the one that will give us the instruction to do that now when he gives you the instruction yours is to go out and do it when you go out and do it you have totally submitted to god and i said that's what david understood david understood the principle of leaving no one behind and that is a classic character of god that is a classic character of god in the new testament jesus was speaking to his disciples and spoke about the fact that god will never leave anyone behind a good shepherd seeing that one of his sheep has gone astray he will leave 99 of the sheep to go and look for that one now this is jesus christ we are talking about he said that a good shepherd would leave the 99 out of 100 and go and chase the one that has gone astray do you see that connection david did exactly that because david understood what god's character looked like and so he knew that god's instruction or god's character is that we would leave no one behind that is why a lion will come and take one of david's sheep and he wouldn't let it go he would make sure he takes it now the bible records that he killed a bear and a lion because of one sheep that is some serious submission on a high level 
serious submission on a high level when now he started to act like his master when you start to act like your master your master can trust you and i believe that david in the wilderness when he was doing these things was where he gained god's trust because that was where he had the greatest relationship with god that was where he had the greatest relationship with god because from the character traits he was exhibiting shows that he was talking to someone he was fellowshipping with someone he was submitting to someone and that was god now i've spoken about submitting to god so what are the benefits of submitting to god one benefit for a woman to submitting to god is that you have endless victories endless victories because god is definitely going to speak to you about every action you take and in submitting to god because your free will has been put on hold and god's perfect will is in play he's going to tell you exactly how to do what he wants you to do and what the outcome is going to be like so that is a victory for you so as a kingdom woman looking forward to be prosperous submitting to god gives you the mandate to be victorious in any battle you find yourself in so you can be in an emotional battle you can be in a financial battle you can be in any form of battle but god will speak to you and tell you that you're probably going to win this or you're probably going to come out of this and so shall it be another benefit you would get from submitting to god is that you become god's special elect like david david became god's special elect david became a man after god's heart now imagine a man after god's heart that's no small thing god will have to disappoint other people to make you happy like she get it yes god will do that for you because you are on a relationship level the third benefit is that god is going to put you in high places because from the story of david we can see that because he submitted to god god moved him from the wilderness to becoming a king of judah and then the king of the whole israel now i would like to highlight david's submission to authority which i think we need to acknowledge and that was when he was serving king saul we all read about how king saul was rejected by god and how evil spirits used to torment him and david will have to come and play his harp to calm him down now you have someone doing this good to you why would you at some point try to kill him this was because king saul was acting up he started to become fearful of david because after david killing the giant he realized that david wasn't an ordinary person he recognized that god was with david and so he started to feel threatened that if god was with david there was a high chance that god was going to choose david over him and he became jealous to top it up he started hearing people around saying Saul killed thousand david killed ten thousand it bruised his ego trust me and that was what pushed him to be very dramatic about responding to david going to the extent of 
having to send men to look for David in his hideouts to kill him. It's sad that Saul had to actually be that character. But David showed something very interesting. On two occasions where Saul had come out to look for David in his hiding place to kill him, Saul was actually at the mercy of David. David had every opportunity to kill Saul, to end his troubles, to end this whole running for his life. But guess what? David didn't choose the shortcut. He chose the long haul. And he said that he was not going to touch or kill someone God had anointed. Now, who said David did not know the Lord had rejected Saul? He knew very well. But because of submission to authority he recognized that regardless of anything king saul was his king and his master so doesn't matter his character doesn't matter whatever he's doing he was submitting to him and because of that he recognized that this man is over me and i can't do anything to him and i will not do anything to him and i think that's some serious humility because the thing about God is God really respects authority. God does not play with authority. And because David was always fellowshipping with God, he recognized authority too. Like I said, submission has its end game of us looking like Christ. David almost had it right. And it's amazing that today we're using his story as a case study. And I think that beyond anything we are really learning something about submission and submission is not looking like the scary words that it usually looks like to the woman now i'll be moving to another case study another character and that will be joseph now joseph son of jacob the dearly beloved of jacob who was also loved of god God loved Joseph and gave him amazing dreams. Now, I'm also going to be highlighting which parts Joseph submitted to God and the part he submitted to authority. So, before I start the scripture, let me give a backstory of what we're doing. So, Joseph starts to have dreams about how people were going to be bowing to him, especially his siblings, and they get offended, and they plan to kill him. And Reuben, his brother, decides that, you know what, instead of killing him, just put him in a pit and then lie to daddy that, oh, an animal ate him up. So, yeah, that's the backstory. So, whilst he was in the pit, some merchants from Egypt bought him as a servant. And he was bought by one of Egypt's pharaoh's governors, Potiphar. So now that gives us a head start into our story. And I'll be reading um, Genesis chapter 39. I'll be starting from the verse 1, King James Version. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had bought him, which had brought him down thither. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian, 
and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him and he made him overseer over his house and all that he had he put into his hand. So Joseph, which part did he submit to God? The part he submitted to God was when God revealed the dreams to him, he believed every word of it. A part of submission to God will require that you trust and believe everything he tells you. Because before you're even going to do what he's asked you to do, there is a level of trust and belief that's going to come from you. Because if you didn't believe what God told you, there's a high chance you wouldn't do it. And then that makes your submission a failure. But for your submission to be a success, it means that you need to have some level of trust and belief in whoever you are submitting to. So, I'm sorry, Joseph trusted the word of God and trusted it every dream that God gave him. So, that was clear submission. And that submission actually got him into Egypt. The irony of life, it looked as if the story had taken a bad turn. I mean, looking at the beginning, it looks so melancholic and all. You probably would think that this is a failure, this is a mess. But because God's plan can never be aborted by anybody, God's plan is the best plan He can have for us. And it's hard time that we as women decide that, you know what, God, I'm tired of doing this on my own. I'm going to let you take over. Whatever you say I should do, I'll do it. Whatever your plan is, I believe and I trust you. That even if it looks uncomfortable right now, even if it looks painful, even if it hurts my comfort, I'm going to do it because it's taking me to another realm. Now, we can look at Joseph's submission to authority. And this was in Egypt. Now, Joseph was brought to Potiphar, Pharaoh's governor i'm sorry pharaoh's captain of the guard and potiphar puts joseph in charge of everything he had why first of all why it says that and the lord was with joseph and he was a prosperous man let's take note of another thing as a woman if you want to be prosperous in this kingdom the lord must be with you the Lord must be with you. And for God to be with you, you must be submissive to him. He's not going to be with you if you're not submissive. God is not a bad investor. No. He's a really good investor and he invests in what he knows will work. So like we see here, and the Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man. One way of becoming wealthy in the kingdom is submission to authority. And we see it here that Joseph was a prosperous man. Now, do you realize that he was a servant and he was already prosperous? Wow. He was a servant and he was already prosperous. Another thing that made Joseph outstanding here is that it says here, it says here that, and Joseph found grace in his sight and he served him. Regardless of the prosperity, regardless of the favor he found, Joseph still served Potiphar. Submission to authority. Submission to authority 
will cause God to be with you. Now, another verse here also states that, And his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. One thing, prosperity has been mentioned twice in these two verses. And the second thing is, it was so evident that God was with Joseph that the master even recognized it. When you submit to authorities, people will realize that God is with you. So really, it's a win to be submissive. It's a big win. But sometimes, we're not that courageous because we've let the world define submission for us and it doesn't look too good we've let the world define submission as weakness but submission is no weakness submission is your greatest tool to becoming a prosperous woman let's look at one final thing with joseph now from here joseph finds himself in prison if you realize that didn't stop Joseph from interpreting dreams, I mean, he could have been disappointed and said, you know, oh God, I trusted you and I think this is all a scam. You know what? Forget it. I'm here. It's all done. Yeah. So we move. But Joseph didn't do that. He held on to the word of God. That God told him that his people were going to bow before him. Joseph never forgot that total submission. So when it was time for Joseph to interpret the dream of Pharaoh, that was the moment of reckoning that was his defining moment what god had been preparing him for all that while was for this moment and submission to god and to authority kept him intact and kept him through and guess what submitting to authority and submitting to god led joseph to becoming a governor in an unknown land that is what God can do with you as a woman when you submit to him. He is going to put you in high places. We saw the same for David. David became a king. Joseph became a governor. Leadership is for only people who can serve. It's for only people who can submit. Jesus Christ said, the greatest among you must serve. Think about it again. Submission is not all that bad. But you cannot submit with your own strength. Fellowshipping with God is what will give you the strength to be able to submit. And fellowshipping with God is what will give you the right meaning to what submission really means. Submission, as I mentioned it like that, seems to be a major problem for women because the world has made it look like women are weak so they should submit. That's not the case. God knew why he said women should submit. God knew why. Because he knew that when women submit, they, they become victorious. And he knew that women can easily submit. Yes, he knew that. Women were going to submit without questioning. God trusts us so much with submission. That's why when God wants to have a move in a woman, it's one of the easiest things for him to do. It's one of the easiest things for him to do. So ladies, today... I want to encourage you that submission is not bad. Submission is your tool to becoming a wealthy and a prosperous woman. Because apart from people seeing that God is with you, 
you're going to be put in high places you're going to be put in places of leadership because you have served before now the bible also speaks about submit to your husbands wives submit to your husbands yeah it's very crushing when you read, when you read the scripture if you want to look at it from the point of view of the world but in the kingdom of god this is your tool as a woman submission you save yourself stress trust me you save yourself stress because whilst you are submitting you are being elevated whilst you are sub- whilst you are submitting god is taking you to higher ranks with no effort no effort from you just following him just submitting like i said god recognizes authority so submitting to god will ultimately lead you to submitting to authority you cannot submit to god without submitting to authority it doesn't matter if you are in a workplace where your boss seems to be like the most unreasonable person you know your boss looks like he's trying to cheat you your boss is even trying to kill you once you are submitting i can guarantee you that god is busily fighting for you your boss can never kill you because he doesn't get to have a say whether you live or you die god is the one who put you there and because you are submitting god has taken a special hand in whatever situation you find yourself so ladies this very moment i want us to just think about all this and in your heart start to speak to god and say god i'm sorry for every time that i misunderstood submission and i tried to do things on my own i'm sorry for every time that i tried to be the superhero with my own strength i recognize that totally submitting to you gives me an easy life and a soft life and also gets me to higher places thank you holy spirit that i get opportunity to serve and i also get opportunity to lead simple prayer like this can give you a kickstart into a life of submission and a life of leadership finally a life of prosperous and wealthy living for a woman thank you all for joining i believe that this has really meant something to you because it's really ministered to me as well and i wish you all the best in your new submission mission (laughs) and i know you're gonna be good at it You ladies are amazing. Thank you so much for joining. We'll talk in the next episode.